Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash randomtpodcasts. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Random Tea Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 3, The Asset. The Asset. Dun, dun, dun. I continue to really like these. I am. I forgot about this episode. I rem- I keep attributing these e- these early ones to later in the season. Yes, and I keep forgetting how early these happened. And this this the episode opens with the truck driver, and I was just giddy with joy. Yeah, I was like, oh oh, it's that guy. Yeah, this yeah. is a great scene. This is a fun scene, and I just it's it's. I'm really having a lot of fun. I am too. Um, I think I. Th- and I've read a lot of criticism of the first part of this season, and I don't get it. It was so much fun. It was. Like, it was not meant to be any kind of, you know, deep, dark, you know. It it, it no. was supposed to be fun. No, it was. And it wasn't supposed to be a continuation of the MCU, as far and as like the same tone, as the same tone, or even you know, it's not because you talk, you go through the, the MCU movies, and it's this big, everything's a big, huge story arc. Yeah, and this is not it. This is a sideline. These are footnotes. Yeah. in the big overall MCU, and I don't know what people were expecting. Don't expect a Winter Soldier every week. I mean, Aww. it's just I know. Now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> Can I expect him and just not get him? I meant the movie, not, not oh, the... Oh, okay, yeah. Not the actual Winter Soldier. You can't even Soldier. get a Winter Soldier every year, so... No, no you can't. See, 2015. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Um, so, we have some pre-back. We do. Uh, Michael? Yay! Yay! Send us a, a combined email. We've got some uh, episode one, some episode two, and then some spoilery stuff in his email that we'll save for uh, the end. The spoiler bit. Spoiler, spoiler, yeah, that part. Mm-hmm. I can't say the word all the same. <laughs> so, uh, but again, uh, as always, a little quick disclaimer. We are recording uh, these podcasts after we have already seen uh, season three. We will attempt to not give away any spoilers um, through the main part of the cast. If we do and don't realize it, we apologize. We're sorry. There's not a whole lot we can do about that. Uh, but we will, at the end of the, the recap and discussion, we will give you a moment so that you can turn it off if you don't want to hear our comparison to what's what's new. the what's full breadth of what's happened in the universe up to the the end of season three and the movies too sure up to yeah. civil war as well yeah. civil war and the end of season three because so. we're in the summer of 2016 yeah so, but that'll be after the spoiler part we'll we'll warn you don't worry yeah so there's that um so michael writes in he says aloha ladies yay uh episode one I'm an old Marvel fanboy, and I read Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a kid. Aww. I loved the Coulson character in the movies and was stoked to see his story continue. I've had a longtime fan crush on Ming-Na Wen. We all do. Of course. Uh, from the Joy Luck Club and uh, up to Stargate Universe. Uh, she's been great in everything I've seen, even as Chun-Li and as Wesley Snipes' wife in One Night Stand. She was Chun-Li, wasn't she? <laughs> Yes, she was. Oh, my God. I can't believe they made a Street Fighter movie. I thought it was the best, though, when I was a kid. I, okay. you want, If you really want to go way back, I used to actually play the original Street oh, Fighter. Oh, I did, too. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. so good. It was terrible. Fight. In the... Oh, yeah. It was awful. It was Standing great. still by oh, moving. 
Oh, yeah, it was great. The bouncing. Uh huh. That was so much fun. <laughs> Um, so I was very excited to get the series and the pilot episode did not disappoint. Fitzsimmons were adorable from the get go. Yeah, they uh, were. Ward was pretty badass. Sky had potential and Michael was a very uh, empathetic character. The show had a get portion. Good. Sure I think good. Yeah. Good portion of uh, movie and comic book Easter eggs. And the shield tech was cool and very well used. And we got Maria Hill. Yeah, Exactly. I mean, one more, and Ron Glass, but I'm just going to throw that out there. So for episode two, in which we see, in which we see just why I have a longtime fan crush on me. (laughs) No, no, we already knew. It was fine. It was fine. You don't have to justify it. Uh, Agent May kicks ass. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. We get uh, to see them start to form a team bond and utilize each other's respective strengths. Yep. We learned there may be some very interesting things in Coulson's past. Uh, Commandant Camilla Reyes for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the first series mention of Hydra, and it seems Sky may not be as trustworthy as Coulson thinks. The show mm-hmm. sets us up for multi-threaded storylines that would become the series standard. Uh, mentioning Centipede, Hydra Tech, Rising Tides. That's not spoilery. That's all. Yeah. We've already been introduced to all that. Oh, yeah. and then we get Nick Fury. <gasps> Yay! Which... Getting Maria Hill in the first episode and then Nick Fury in the second episode really kind of set them up for a precedent yeah. that they did not follow through with. Yeah, it kind of spoiled me. Not in a spoilery way, but like just now I'm spoiled I rotten. Want, I want a cameo in every freaking episode. Yeah, and we from someone. Yeah. Yeah. But no. We will see other characters crop up, but it's not as often as I would like. No, because they, the first two episodes and boom. Yeah. And like, man... Get They're like drug team. dealers, man. They got us hooked with the good oh, stuff. So much. So, uh, <laughs> and he did have some other things to say, but that's, we'll Spoilery. hold that over for the end. Yeah. So, all right. Recap. Uh, yeah. So, this was directed by Milan Shaloyev. And, um, congratulations for saying that. <laughs> or Shylov. I'm not sure. Um, it also directed season one, episode 18, season two, episode eight. So, came back for a couple more rounds okay. um 10 episodes of bones and just lots of other tv so just early bones or late bones i didn't look okay because that's there's a difference i think it was middle to late Ooh. yeah um and it was written by jed and marissa so oh well haven't they written the first all three mm-hmm. okay yep that's fine yeah it's fine they're i mean they're co-creators so that's fine um, so we start off and we have a, uh, a truck that is, uh, it looks like an office supply truck and we've got this driver and he's just singing along to, to a nice song, drinking out of his big gulp. Um, as you do, but we hear him contact, well, he's contacted by, um, what is it? Little boy. Contacting Big Boy. Something like that. It's very truckery. Yes. And um, it turns out it's one of his escorts. He's being escorted by two SUVs. Which turns out to be a bit of a theme. Code net, call sign. Call signs, yes. Code names, whatever you want to call them. Seemed to be a theme of the episode, which I thought was... And so, um, this is when we find out that, uh, like, one, one of his escorts pulls in front, and all of a sudden, it's, like... It looks like it was just picked up and thrown into the air and thrown down. It doesn't look like it hit something. It looks no. like it was like a little boy picked up a toy and, and then just threw, threw it. it back down. And so yeah. it crashes in front. The um, 
the s the semi swerves to to not crash into it he starts uh he gets on the radio and we find out that he's a shield agent he pulls up this screen uh, and it re- I died and I'm, I'm just gonna say it remind like i'm not gonna be spoilery it reminded me of a certain vehicle in winter soldier Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I he, see that. So he brings this up, and we find out he's he's a shield agent, Agent Mac. Agent Mac ah! driving. Okay, so his name is Mac. Yes, who's driving a semi truck? Yes, stereotype, tropey, all over. I don't place, care, and I love it. I just don't it's even care. So over the top. Yeah, and he pulls up the screen and he starts swiping all this stuff around, and I'm just like, while still driving, the man is talented. Yeah. And under attack. And seems to be in charge of the mission. Yes, he does. He very much That's does. That's the impression I got. And so I kind of, I thought that was kind of cool. And so the other SUV pulls in front of him because now it's his front escort. Um, and you can see that like they're trying, they're, they, they look in front of them to make sure that the road is clear. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happens to the other SUV. And so we're like, holy shit. Uh-oh. And then. I was very worried for Mac at this point. I was too. And then we see the semi just get. Again, it looks like some like a like a giant just picked it up, well, and it looks like it picked it up by the cab. Yes, as it and pulls then it up was into just the dangling. Air. The effects were actually pretty cool. I thought they were too. Um, and so a lot of money went into that one scene. It looked it looked like a, at least some of it was practical. Yeah, some of it would be. It's got to be green screen too. Yeah, and a, with a crane to pull up the truck. I right. would think. But then the semi and, is dropped back down. Yeah, the angle of it. Yeah. The camera angles would be... Yeah. Whatever. Sorry. Um. So, as, you know, we see... We do hear Mac groan after the after the cab has... After the truck has landed. So, I was like, okay, I think he's he's going to be alive. I know. Poor Mac. I was I very I concerned. I was like, damn, that's... Screw the SUV drivers. Yeah. But... Mac. Poor Mac. Um. And so, we see this, uh, like... What is it? Like a bulldozer? Not a bulldozer. What's the... You know, the thing with the Scooby bucket. The thing with the Scooby bucket? I can't. I don't know construction equipment. I don't either. The big construction thing with the Scooby bucket comes. <laughs> I should know this, but. And um, and it tears a whole, it tears the back out of the, of the semi. Backhoe? <laughs> Is it a backhoe? I don't think so. I don't know. Um, and so then, uh, this, this like paramilitary team come, goes in and they, um, at the very back of the truck, there's this door with the shield fucking logo on it. It is a backhoe. Oh, it is. A I had to look up a picture. Oh, of yay, a yay. <laughs> Um, and so they get they get through this door, which they cut right through the seal, and it hurt me. Um, because I was like, you 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 couldn't respect the seal. No, but whatever. Um, and it turns out that there is this guy sitting there, and it looks like he's he's in a secured uh, in there. He's in a car seat. <laughs> He's in a, a he's in a man sized car seat, and he's like, uh, "Are we there yet?" And he looks like the most unassuming guy you would ever meet. And so you're like, "Okay, what the fuck is this about?" So then we go to the bus, and um, Ward uh, is at the uh, punching bag, and Sky shows up, and she's late, of course, uh, because he's now her SO, and so. He has her start uh, start with a jab and a cross, or a cross and a jab or something. And she bitches. Physical stuff. And she's like, eh. 
She gives like the least amount of effort possible. Which is about as much effort as I would put into it. But you know. I can identify. Yeah. And so um, she's like, uh, they start talking and he's like, all right, listen, you're, you're going to get to a point where you're either going to do this or you're not. Are you going to, are you going to quit? They have a moment. And every, every agent has a moment, a defining moment. And um, she asks him what his is. And he's like, go ask Colson what his is. He has one Avoidance. too. And I was like, okay, let's not, let's not share or anything. It's fine. No, no. Um, and so. But. Hmm. I would have to say in Ward's defense, as her SO, he doesn't want to look weak. Yeah. And then again, Ward doesn't want to look. Ward doesn't want to actually talk to anybody about yeah, anything. No. Let alone his feelings. Ugh. Yeah. Feelings. Of course, mom doesn't want to talk about her feelings either. Nobody wants to talk about their feelings. No. Um, and so that, yeah, it, every, everybody has their moment. And so we go to May, and this is when I did notice the call sign again, the 616. Shield she gets, 616. She gets hailed on the radio. Um, and so they get diverted to Colorado. And Colson gets the report of the attack, and he pulls the team together. Um, and Fitzsimmons is just delighted just oh, with everything. Uh, important point Yo. that we kind of glossed over in the conversation between Ward and Sky. Yeah. He admits that the truth serum wasn't real. Yes. That he faked it. Yes, he did. So we got so confirmation. We, of, confirmation. It was. Uh, it was a ruse. Made up. Yeah. Gosh, Sky. She looks so disappointed. I know. Too. Like. Cammy. <laughs> no, Cammy. He played it up. He though. was like, "You mean my level one overshare? Level one overshare. She's like, I got to use that. That's a like, that's a level one overshare. Yeah. She was like, Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sky. He was he was smug as shit about it too when he. On some levels, she is so naive. Bless her. She, well, she doesn't deal with people a lot no. directly. No, she's used to electronic interactions because you know. Well, and she doesn't know what, how to read people. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel you, Sky. Yeah, I feel my sweet my sweet baby child. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. And then Colson and yeah. So we find out that um, Dr. Franklin Hall is the one that was aboard the semi. He was this physicist, and and Fitz and Simmons know him from the academy. Um, and he was an asset. So this is the part that I kind of didn't get a good explanation on. They move him around constantly to keep him from falling into en- enemy hands. Okay. To me, like, being a super smart scientist, like, why aren't they doing this with Banner? Why aren't they doing this with Stark, for God's sake? Why can't you just plant him in a facility and keep him safe? They wanted to do it with Stark. Well. But he's, usually, he's like, no. No. We're not going to do this. But I just feel like moving this guy around is more of a security risk than planting him at, say, Shield Academy or somewhere with top-ass security. They didn't ask me, so. I just, it felt kind of weird to me. Yeah. I was like, like, they didn't give me enough reason to justify him being moved around as much as he is. But story. But so, story. Yeah, I mean, I I see where you're coming from. I guess I just didn't think about it too much. Yeah. Now that you've brought it up, you make a very good point. I guess I was always kind of under the assumption that he was a um, uncooperative asset. See, and I don't think he was because, like, he was but teaching, I don't know. He was teaching Fitzsimmons. But I he don't was, know where I got that from. Yeah. Like, I could see it if it was a criminal-type deal. See, that's... I guess I got... I, I picked up the assumption that he was a criminal-type asset. Yeah. That he was not a friendly... Because it, it reminded me of X, X-Men 3 
with Ma- Magneto or um mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, yeah, not yeah, yeah yeah uh Mystique's maybe, prison maybe that's where yeah I got the, it, the rolling around in semi yeah. you're a bad guy yeah I thought he was uh and then they had to break in to get to him I mean I I don't know yeah but I guess you're right yeah you're right that he's and he looked kind of strapped in. I mean, like, why wouldn't you just give him a couch back there and let him, like, hang I know, out? Right? Give him a TV. Yeah. Give him a notebook. Yeah. So, a whatever. Tablet. So, anyway. Um, so, they they go to this site in Colorado and they start looking at the, at the uh, you know, at, at everything that was attacked. And they notice that one of the SUVs was caught in a tree. So, they kind of get the magnitude of... Which Shit was went down. Pretty hilarious. Yeah. The they because they're walking. They do the uh, the hero walk. Yes, the group walk. Because you've got them. They're lined up down the road, oh, just perfectly spaced I apart, love that. and they're walking down the road. And I was like, really? It was great, really. And then they look up, and there's a. I'm truck. such a slut for the hero walk. You are. And I thought of you when I saw. I was like, yep, there it is. And they look in the semi truck, and it was just so comedic. Uh, just, yeah, it was hilarious. And so they end up talking with Mac, who we find out is in fact alive. Thank goodness. And um. He, I, I really liked how much he interacted with Phil to the point, like, he called him sir and he knew who he was, but he was the one that came up with the idea of, listen, I came to one conclusion. Somebody, Somebody at S.H.I.E.L.D. is involved. It's almost like Mac has transported uh, Franklin Hall before. Yeah. This is not his first yeah. transport with, and and if he's... I mean, if you can think about it, he's an experienced truck driver. He's probably moved cargo for S.H.I.E.L.D. That's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. In plain sight. Yeah. So that's his specialty. Yeah. Because it's, so, I mean, it's a good. It's not like it was his first mission. It's not like he was a civilian that was recruited to do this. You get the impression. But that I like that they showed him as a real agent instead of a caricature kind of deal. Oh, yeah. He's not just, a, I mean, it's very, he's very, comes across as very typical truck driver. At first. But he's not. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, so I kind of like that. Um, and so this is when Simmons starts scanning, and um, she <laughs> she has this pair of goggles that Fitz has made. Okay, they are they are glow in the dark goggles. Call oh my them what God, they are. Great. And so she starts looking, and she's like, Fitz, what am I looking at? And he's like, I don't know. I'm not wearing the goggles. Let me look at them. And she's like, No. <laughs> it was great. He's like, Come on, hand them over. And she's like, just, No, just no. And so um, mine, 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 <laughs> mine. <laughs> mine so to show kind of visually what she what she's seeing she throws this uh handful of like gravel and it does all these weird little swirly swirls and it's a dust up devil. and down it's just and a dust devil it's all we saw one the other day yeah and that so nearly tore a door off yeah that was weird. was weird um and so as soon as like the the energy field kind of dissipates this little this little um Metal object drops to the ground. It's a ball. Yeah. It's a ball. Yeah. Ball o science. And so then we go back to the bus, which I love the bus. I love the bus a lot. Because the wheels on the bus yeah. go round. And mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so um, Fitz and Simmons are both getting like science boners. And because they're looking at the sphere. And then, you know, Colson and May are going through the communication logs. Because they're like, okay. If it is an inside person at S.H.I.E.L.D., then the idea is somebody communicated, since the last time Hall was moved, we got to go through every single piece of communication that came out of S.H.I.E.L.D., which yeah. just sounds super fun. Don't they have software for that? That's what I was thinking. I mean, we have, don't we have software for that 
now like, do a today. control F or something. I like said, <laughs> I know, right? Look for key. Have a program that looks for keywords in the communication. And I'm kind of surprised that's not where Sky went with it when she was assigned to look through it. Digitize it and look for patterns. Why? The, okay, and we'll we'll get to that saying. Yeah. Um. And so this is when um you know Colson's getting the team ready to check check out uh more leads and Ward comes in. Um, because Simmons or Sky's like, oh, I can do, I can trace the uh, the equipment, and da da da. Oh, and where the equipment was bought. From. And War was like, War comes in, he's like, I already did it. He's traced. Oh, the tire tracks. The yeah. tire tracks to get the equipment, and he's like, he's already got some likely uh, suspects who own that equipment, who also are kind of dodgy or going through money troubles or something like that. And so, um, so he kind of pisses on Sky's parade because she she wants to use her expertise she wants to be useful yeah and so um this is when Fitzsimmons confirmed that they're you know three the three possible su- suppliers in the area based on the you know the tire tracks blah blah blah, blah, blah. so Colson and Ward are going to go track down one of the suppliers you on have, this horse you have to admit though it's while it's still blah 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 yeah it's it gets us from A to B. It gets us from A to B. With a good quickly, explanation. Quickly. Yes. But with a good explanation. Yeah. It's not so just that's like. that's good storytelling. It's not just like, blah, 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 and then it's him. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we find this guy, and uh, he rides up on his horse, because Colson's there with Lola, and uh, he's, just, there with he's Lola? just hanging out. I think it was Lola. I remember the red, he was leaning against Something the red car. Something red, but I thought it was like a red pickup truck. Oh. Maybe it was. Mm. Maybe I just saw a red vehicle and was like, Lola! <laughs> um... And so he's like, um, feels like, hey, buddy, uh, we know you sold this piece of equipment that is a backhoe, apparently. Um, and, you know, you're hiding out because you know that you did what you did was wrong. And he's like, I don't know anything. And he gets his gun I out. Nothing illegal. And he gets his gun out and he's going to threaten Colson, except for Ward is right beside him and uh, grabs the gun really easily and gets him down off the horse. And um, <coughs> excuse me. And the guy's like, oh, I just sold it to these guys. And we find out that th- he was paid in gold, gold bars. The whole time Ward keeps going on about, this feels very Old West. Yeah. Or Wild West or yeah. something. And and then they're gold bars. He's they're like, gold bars. Yeah, it does. It's yeah. just, and he's absolutely right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wonder if that's writing or if that was in there intentionally as the writing or if that was something improv on stage, on set, on stage. Yeah, you got to wonder. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much freedom they have. I mean, because we're only in episode three, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is when they uh, they bring the goal back to the bus and Fitz and Simmons analyze it. And it turns out it's a type of mine or it's a type of gold bar that is made directly in the mines. That's why it doesn't have any refinery marks on it. Because she says it's not even 100% pure. I think she said it was like 92%. And I was like, well, how could it not be pure if it comes straight from the mine? Uh, yeah, because there's other shit that comes out with it. As soon as my brain got to the end of the sentence, the thought, it was uh, because the impurities in the mine itself. Would, yeah. So he got the, he, there's a, he got, he got gypped, a little jibbed. Yeah. Yeah. I will take that many gold bars if they're not pure. What the hell are you going to do with those gold bars? Yeah, because like that brings up a lot of questions. Where are you going to take them? You going to go walk into a pawn shop? You going to go to one of these We Buy Gold We Buy Gold.com. <laughs> I mean, Here's my gold bars. What the hell are you going to do with them? I got these What complete, does one do? I got these completely not illegally. Yeah. And I've got like, you know, 20 of them. It's so that's so not legit. suspicious. No, no, it's not. Mm-mm. 
what the hell do you do with those? You'd have to find another, you'd have to go to a black market yep. to be able to sell them off. And you're not going to get even near market value. Yeah. Black market value on something like that. It's going to be way below the regular market value. And they're yep. not even pure. And like, okay, let's just come to the conclusion. This dude was an idiot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that they are able to trace it to a mine um, based on the impurities. A simple solution. Exactly. I like it. I liked it too. Easy. All you need is a little line of dialogue. They explained it. Yeah. I know the one line of dialogue is all it takes. Yeah. Um, and so it's this mine in Tanzania that is owned by dun, this dun, company dun. of Ian Quinn. Ian who Quinn. is apparently like this famous dude. And he's like this entrepreneur and he's a chemical engineer. So Okay. Uh, so before we get any further, I did want to remind people that they can't like Michael they can talk to us. They can. Uh, they can email us at randomteapodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomteacasts. Or on Tumblr at randomteapodcast.tumblr.com. Or now on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomteapodcasts. Or you can just go to our website, randomteapodcast.com, yeah. and all those links are at the bottom of the they're, homepage. They're there. They're yeah. there. So, yeah. And uh, while you're on our website... You can check out our other podcasts. So many others. Yeah. Uh, relevant to, I think, our S.H.I.E.L.D. fans would be the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast we have. Yep. Uh, we also have Agent Carter. Both seasons are out there. Yep. You can rewatch and listen to the podcast. Yep. Not cry about it. Not cry. Be strong. It'll be strong. Yeah. Peggy wouldn't want you to cry. No. Um, but Jarvis would. So feel free. If you Absolutely. do cry. Yes. Jarvis most cool. certainly would. Yeah. Yeah. And Bernard. And Bernard. Mostly Bernard. <laughs> Bernard Stark. Bernard Stark. Um, and then we also have uh, three seasons of Sleepy Hollow out there. We have random movies, um, which are just non-MCU Literally, movies. Anything that's not MCU. Yep. Including the Marvel movies that are not MCU. Right, like Deadpool's out there. Yeah. Um, and then Gotham. Gotham. And two seasons of Gotham? Yeah, two. Two seasons of Gotham. And we know th the third season coming, in, coming, the coming mm -hmm. in the fall, so that's cool. Um, and then we also have our random mini series feed with which now we're recording Houdini and Doyle on. So that's pretty cool. That's fun. Yeah. It's nice and fluffy. It is. I, did, did I miss any? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's all our podcasts. Uh, what else can they find on our uh, website? They can find a, a, our, our mm, words, our Amazon <laughs> affiliate link. Um, you kind of have to scroll down a little bit. Yeah. But it's there. I promise. This is big, huge banner. And you can click on it and it takes you back to Amazon and whatever you order doesn't cost you anymore but it gives us puts a few pennies in our pockets yep because all this unlimited storage so you can have at any any episode anytime you want ain't free no not not to us at yeah. least it's free yeah. to you free to you not free to us so yeah. it doesn't cost you anymore but it just gives us a few pennies to help uh, yeah. help support us um yeah. and if you'd prefer there is a link uh right there it's a big old black button you can uh donate directly and we appreciate that yeah anything else not that I can. Okay. I'm sure there is. Okay. Uh, and just a reminder that there will be a spoiler section at the end of these because I find that I cannot keep my mouth <laughs> shut. It's so hard. As I watch these, I'm like, oh, I can't make that point until later. So, yeah. Or mostly it's, I can't talk about that. Yeah. I can't talk about that. Yeah. I can't. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, it turns out we go to Malta and one Mr. Ian Quinn we must point out that Malta has no extradition yes. type stuff, and that's why he's there. Yes. Um, and so he uh, he has he's walking around this big-ass fancy house, and he goes into this lab underground, and um, 
who is there but Franklin Hall. <gasps> Franklin Hall. So he is behind it. Yes. And he's like, guys, I told you not to tie him up. Okay, can I just point out that the actor who plays Ian Quinn also played the husband in the Ghost Whisperer series. Yes. And I could not take him seriously. I couldn't either. Not even for a second. Because he was such a nice guy in that. Like, super nice guy. Nice. Yeah, super nice guy in Ghost Whisperer. And I just could not. It was weird. And it, it failed for me. Yeah. I could not buy his character as an actual evil character. And it... He was me. too it killed, affable. It killed the story for me. Yeah. Even in this, he was ni- he was a nice bad guy. And that's not his fault. It's no. not the actor's fault. I couldn't get the image out of my head. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my problem. But he wasn't... He. I will say, like, he wasn't one of those menacing, mustache-twirling No, he villains. was the uh, charismatic. Yes. Yes. Uh, he's played by... David somebody, isn't it? David Conrad? David Conrad. Oh, my God. I remember Look that. Look at you. Yeah, he's played by David Conrad. Okay. So, yeah. So, it turns out that uh, they know each other. And... Um, they're like old college buddies or something. Yeah. I got... Th- oh, they look like their age differences are... Yeah. Way too far apart to be old but, college buddies, but... But whatever. 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 And so, he kind of thinks he rescued Franklin from S.H.I.E.L.D., um, and we get the mention that Malta doesn't have extradition treaties, which is super fun. Um, and so... I think I saw that leverage episode. Yeah. Yeah. They can get you out. Um, They'll so, find a way. So, uh, Hall is there, and, and you know, um, this is when we see uh, Quinn shows him one of the devices, like the kind that Fitz okay. and Simmons found. Can I just say that those little balls looks like the thing you get out of the quarter machine at the grocery it store? It does, with a little like silver floaty goo in yeah. the middle of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just put in your two quarters. Yeah. Well, I remember when they were a quarter. And you twist yeah. the little thing and the ball pops Gravitonium, out. man. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he, he basically like lures him in with science. And because Ian's like... Did um you blind him? He, d- he blinded him blinded with science. Blinded him with science. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's like, listen, uh, they apparently had this prototype of this gravity generator when they were at school together, and he made it. This is like a miniature version of that. And so it's like, ooh. So there, and there's a lot of conversation here. Uh, Hall seems to think that Quinn stole his ideas, and Quinn's like, well, information is free. Yeah. That's the same Which kind of sentiment we hear from the rising the same tide. Thing you get from the rising tide. So that, I thought that was a pretty. If you picked up on it, mm-hmm. that was a pretty cool parallel. Mm-hmm. It's all connected. I agree. I agree. Um, and so uh, we go to Fitz and Simmons, who are still doing their analysis, and it turns out that this thing they found was a mini, a mini gravity generator. Um, which is exactly what we found out in the previous scene. But we do find out that the the glob of stuff in it is gravitonium <laughs> it is apparently it was a it was a r- fairly recently discovered element um well yeah okay no okay um and what it does is distorts gravity the gra the gravimetric field or whatever um and it just basically fucks with gravity it's kind of like if you think about scientists have been talking about dark matter mm-hmm. for real like it's theorized that dark matter exists like antimatter was- Anti, yeah, antimatter. Yeah. Um, but it was just recently that there, either they was any proof it was of actually, it. Actually, they had proof of it. So yeah, yeah this gravitonium was something that uh, Doctor theorized Hall theorized right existed. Um, but they just recently found it, proved it that it exists, right. found it. 
Um, and so this is when um, they, uh, which is apparently why. So keep going. Which is why uh, Quinn had had the mine. The gold came from one of his mines because he was yes. looking for the graviton. Yes. He kept buying up all of these mines, not for necessarily for the the gold or the silver or whatever. Which I'm sure wasn't wasn't didn't hurt. A bypro- wasn't a bad byproduct. No. Um, but yeah, he was searching he was looking for, for this gravitonium. Um, and so this is when uh, we find out that, um, you know, Franklin was the gravitonium guy. And dude. Call him dude. 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 And so they find out that there is, <laughs> there is in fact, a connection with Quinn and um, Hall. It's all connected. And so Sky's like, listen, this guy Quinn is a good guy. Like, he gives a shit ton of money to charity. He's a philanthropist. He's a good guy. So you're trying to tell me he's Bill Gates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with gravitonium. Which we don't know that Bill Gates doesn't have gravitonium. I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, I'm just saying. So, yeah. Um, and so, Simmons is like, okay, but... Uh, or no. Yeah, it was Simmons that was kind of up in arms because she's like, uh, yeah, he made his money, like, janking with, with natural resources. Which, yeah. like you said, it was all in the pursuit of this. Mm-hmm. So, this is really the realization of, of, like, probably his life's work. And so we go back to we go back to the the dueling scientists and um, uh, Quinn tells Franklin that he's like, listen, I've spent a fortune trying to find this. And he's like 20 years, like X number of mines, da, 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 da. And he's like, I finally got enough of it that we can make the big generator. And so he's Hall is like, this is super dangerous and Qu- but Quinn shows him what what they already have, and it's it's, it's pretty big. big. It's large. It's concerningly large. And so um, he does the fancy reveal. He does. He does. He's all these billionaire bad guys are like drama queens. He does remind me of Tony Stark. I was thinking that too. Very much reminds me of Tony. Because Stark. that's the thing. Stark just does this stuff with very little regard to government regulations and stuff like that exactly it's just quinn's taking it the extra step of putting it in a country that won't tell him no at any point in time yeah well and and tony stark has all if you think about it tony stark is it's almost like he and we've seen it in the movies uh he's like he's outside outside the law yeah. And they give him a lot of... Because uh, the government continually walks in and says, Tony, no. And Tony goes, Tony, Tony yes. yes. And Rhodey's just like, Jesus. So, yeah. Can I get one of those? Yeah, yeah. that's... As long as Rhodey gets as one, As long as Rhodey gets he's one. Fine. So, yeah. So, he he was very Tony Stark. And I'm, I'm hoping those parallels were on purpose. Because it kind of makes you think of some of this stuff a little mm-hmm. differently. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, God... It, what's going to stop tony if he decides to do something like this yeah thinking it's for the greater good and then it fucks up we saw that movie yes we did okay so interestingly enough um so this is when you know he does the big reveal and we find out again that he's like i got you away from shield so you can like work on this with with this and um he figures that the guy's going to cooperate because he wants to get in on this because you know life's work of course. So there you go. Um, so we go to we go back to the team, and Phil's doing a briefing, and they're kind of they're kind of going through like what their plan could be. There's their lots brain, of problems with it, and that's one of the things that I always uh, liked about the way Coulson approaches his team is it's very uh, collaborative, group 
mind. Yeah. They're all brainstorming different ideas. Which is exactly what Sky keeps saying about the rising tide. Back from episode, was it episode two? Yeah. That that was and in. why Coulson keeps saying Sky thinks differently than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And it's an asset. And so um, it turns out that his house is surrounded by this laser fence. And so there's no way to even think about getting in unless somebody shuts it down from the inside. And he's having, he happens to be having this big party that weekend. Um, but, you know, they can't storm in because no. of the extradition uh, or the lack of extradition treaties. Well, and Malta's not going to let S.H.I.E.L.D. T- run a mission on their, on their soil. If a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent so much as shows up, Malta's going to be like, uh-uh. Yeah. So, and there'll and- be like prosecution and all kind of crap but they explain all of that yes there are so many television shows that we watch where that line of dialogue it's all it takes and we're sitting Mm -hmm. there yelling at it just say so just tell us yeah one line of dialogue is all it takes because if they would have skipped to well sky's the only one that can go in we would have been like all right come on now how did you figure how did you get to that that logically yeah yeah because sky keeps going i can go in and they keep ignoring her she's like but i can go in um, and they keep ignoring her, and she's playing on her phone, and it turns out she's getting himself, getting herself an invite to the shindig. And it's like, you get the initial impression, impression that she's not really paying attention. Yeah. That's a good directing choice right there. I thought so, too. Because, like, that's the thing. I, and I've, and I, I've noticed it's a generational thing, not to make generalizations, but people at work... There are some people that assume somebody's not paying attention because they're on their phone. Mm -hmm. And I will grant you, I have several managers that literally don't pay attention because they're playing on their phone. But there are those of us that can multitask. And they just assume that I'm not following conversation because I'm occupied with something else on my phone. But I'm like, I'm listening to you. Mm -hmm. You just don't require 100% of my attention. I just sometimes look like I'm listening when I'm actually not. Yeah. Well, there's that too. But but yeah, so I thought that was great. (laughs) Where she was like, oh yeah, you know that thing? I I, I just got an invite to the thing. A legit invite. I just got an invite. Well, technically it's it's an an invite. (laughs) You millennials. Um, Because, you know... Because Sky's like, I'm not technically a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, so I'm not really breaking any laws going there. And so Ward's like, well, you don't have any fucking training. And Sky's like, okay, but you don't have an invite. <laughs> you can, but I've got it. Yeah. So. And so Coulson's like, okay, we're going to try this. And um, he tells them to work up a plan. And this is when Ward and Coulson go up to his office. And Ward's like, we can't trust her. And, or actually, I think Coulson asks him, what are your concerns? Is that you don't think you can trust her or that she's untrained? And Ward says, both. Both things are true. Like, she has no training. He's, Ward is not wrong. He's not. He's not. So, I just think, I think in his interactions with Phil, I'm more on board with him. But when he's a dick to Sky about it, that's when I get my back up. Like, his points are well, valid, but he doesn't have to be an asshole about but it. Ward's just an asshole. I know. That's true. He's less, he becomes less of an asshole but, in the last couple of episodes. From the time we meet him to here, he's slowly becoming less of an asshole. Yeah. But still an asshole. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you agree to become her SO if you're going to be a little bitch about this? Well, all SOs are little bitches, though. Yeah. Come on. So, it's part of know. being an SO. It's one of the perks. So, you know. Um, so this is when, uh, you know, they they talk about the best strategy 
and Phil's like, okay, well, you know, we can't really strategize for this. We've got to let, um, you know, Sky kind of do this. Yeah, you got to get her in there. Yeah. Well, and they don't really know until they get in there. Exactly. So a lot of this is just kind of throwing a plan out, you, you know, against the wall and ho- seeing what sticks. Do you know what this episode reminds me of? What? Firefly. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, where it's kind of just like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, and but... Who who wrote who wrote this episode? Uh, Jed and, and Marissa. And, and who, who wrote Fire, Firefly? Oh, that'd be Joss. Joss Whedon. Actually, he okay. didn't... I don't know that he wrote that episode, but everything... But it's... Everything, everything in Firefly, Firefly had, had, had Joss's hands on it. Had Joss's hands all over it. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's there. And I'm sure Phronsie can tell us the exact Buffy episode... I'm sure. In which this happened. Yes. I'm counting because, on you. Because that's the whole thing. Like, as much as I love Firefly, Firefly was not rosy all the time. The crew no. fought. Yeah. The crew disagreed. The crew had issues. And all so, the time. So this, this kind yeah, you're right. This kind of feels like that. But it's the, the her going on on the inside mm-hmm. and everybody else is stuck on the outside. It's just like when Mal took... Saffron. Saffron inside and everybody else was stuck outside and they yep. couldn't do anything. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we go back to uh, a little later and Ward is continuing training Sky on how to disarm somebody with a gun. And um, she kind of sort of does it, but not really. And so it's um, cute. It is. And so he's like, you're not committing to this. And um, and she's like, you just got to let let this happen. Let it flow. And I was like, OK, whatever. whatever. Um, and so. Ward's like, okay, how did you get so good at computers? And Sky's like, they came naturally to me. You know, like this crap does to you. And Ward's like, this did not come naturally to me. I've been training and working. And he's like, and also, I had a shit of an older brother who used to beat me and my little brother up for no reason. Ah, backstory. And we get some backstory. And so he's like, um, that was his defining moment. Well, Coulson did want him to start treating her like a person. Yes. Yes. Which really, because that's who, that's how you get through to Sky. Exactly. Exactly. Because Sky is a very, like, as much as she's hides behind her computer, like, you get her involved in something like with Mike Peterson and with Little Ace, she's all in. Oh, yeah. She's very. She's got to like, have that personal connection. Yeah. Not yeah. just for the sake of the if mission. If she believes itself. in it, yes. then she's much more invested. And so, um, so, you know, this is his defining moment. And Sky does actually manage to disarm him. And, um. But not correctly. She just kind of no. took the gun from him while he was distracted. She went with the flow, though. But they're both, both methods work. Yeah. It helps to be trained, but it also helps to be able to go, okay, if this isn't the exact situation, I have to adapt to it. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it helps to have that training. Um, so I'll tell you what. This reminds me of in the spoilery section because it comes in the Marvel brand of things much okay. later. But it does. This did, did remind me of something. Okay. Um, so they they get they get the team back together and they now have a plan. And uh, Phil's got this. There's going to be a two man extraction team to go in once she turns the fence off. And um, except for to get through the grid, of course, she does have to turn it off first. 
and so they'll need to hack into the computer system. And of course, that can only be done from inside the compound. Of course. And so they have, um, they give Sky this compact that's got a wireless transmitter. And so as soon as it can get um, close enough to a Wi-Fi signal, um, it'll turn green and all she has to do is leave it there and get the fuck out. And it matches her complexion too, which I thought was re- really nice of Fritz. Fritz? Fritz. Fritz. You're just making Fritz to be now. able to know, right? know what shade she is. Okay, exactly. Well, how did they get the compound for the foundation? Did they just get throw some chemicals in the lab together and poof, have foundation? Because Simmons would never have to buy makeup again. I know, if they could just make it. I know, right? I don't know. I mean, of course, it all is just chemical compounds at the end of the day. But. Although I will say, S.H.I.E.L.D. probably has experience because God knows what Natasha has had them bury things in. <laughs> Her lipstick's got but lasers and shit in it's, it. It's not like they have a shelf sitting there on the bus of these, you know, 15 different shade yeah. compacts. That okay, you can just Sky's choose. an eight. <laughs> desert Rose. Yeah. She was a yeah. Desert Rose. <laughs> and I was like, boy, that's awfully specific. He even had a name for the color. Was it CoverGirl Maybelline? I'm curious. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that that was a little ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so uh you know they they uh they break the meeting breaks up and mom pulls dad aside and she's like, "Listen. Um you need are are you asking me to go go in basically cuz you know rem- reminder that you brought me in to this just to drive the bus and to me non-combat and she's like i've already been in more combat than i like and he's like uh ward's one agent and i'm another agent i can do this and she's like whoa you haven't done this in a while and he's like but i used to so it'll be fine and i'm like "Mm, oh that's good when dad thinks it's gonna be fine i'm sure it's gonna be (laughs) fine it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah so we fast forward and sky shows up at the meeting in a cute little dress. Um, in a cute little dress. Cute little gold jewelry, even though gold ain't my thing, but it looked nice. Um, and so um, she's. I, her hair makes me very, very jealous. I know. She's This got entire episode, hair. I was like, I miss my hair. And yet, also, I would have been like, you know, if I was kind of going in there, I would want my hair pulled back. Yeah. You know, she's got one tied around her wrist somewhere. I would think so. Underneath that big, giant gold bangle. Sure. There's That's hair. That's where things. I put it. Mm hmm. And so. Um, she uh some guy like wants to talk to her and the thing that killed me is she did have a legitimate invitation so i'm not really sure why they were talking her through sweet talking this guy like oh yeah so and so you have twins and da 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 i don't know because it was cute and fun i guess and they wanted it to be part of the story yeah I thought it was funny. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was adorable because we don't realize they're in her ear at first, and then you just think, "Oh, she knows," and then you're like, "Yeah, no, yeah, no." They're feeding her intel. Um, <laughs> but the way that she translates it into an actual conversation, she's got some people skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's quite good actually in the field. Um, maybe an untrained doesn't mean that she can't adapt to situations, which she seems to be able to do. Yeah. So I was, I was actually quite proud of her in this. Um, and so this is when she, she meets Quinn and, uh, he compliments her on what she's doing with the rising tide. He's like, we, we believe in a lot of the same things. Um, and so he, uh, you know, he mentions that she used some crazy back channel hacking to get, to um to request an invite and so she's like it's what i do 
And so, um, before they can they can have a little talk, Ian comes in and he's gonna he's gonna address the the, the shareholders. He tries to offer her a job. He does like okay. right away. Mm-hmm. And so, um, this guy's like, "Okay, this is great. This is going really well." And um, Ian thanks everybody for coming. And he talks about how you know he's taking advantage of basically no rules in Malta because he's building this gravitational generator. And how, and I'm like, I don't really know what that gets you though. That's the thing. Aside from, aside from it being really cool science, what practical applications other than a weapon? Yeah, because could he this possibly have? He mentions like, what if oil could come up from the ground? And I'm like, I don't know that you like. I didn't get the impression you could code it to a specific type of substance. Element. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's called an element. Wouldn't it just fuck <laughs> everything, up everything under the ground? Everything come up from the yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, I didn't really understand. Maybe that's why he needed Franklin Hall. Uh, was is to to tweak it, tweak and make it, it to make it like specialized that way. Maybe because he just brought him still, in and said, "I need your help with the gravitational field." But if it's a gra- but if it's a gravitational field, I don't know if there's. It's not a program. It it doesn't. It's not like a. Like a specific thing that can suck up whatever you, you want can't it to. Tell it to just pull just oil. It's gonna pull up everything. Yeah. So, but anywho, um, so this is when we see Warden Colson. Um, they they've landed on this beach near the house. It really bothers me that Ward is in tech gear. Thank you, and Colson is in a, in a suit. Oh, that so which we do me. see him selecting a suit out of his closet earlier. Yes, but Ward is in tech tech gear. Or tack gear? Tack gear. Tack gear. It bothered and me, too. And he's in a freaking suit. I'm it's, like, it's such a contrast. I'm like, are you at least wearing good boots? Because you're on that beach and that hill and rocks. And please tell me you're not wearing dress shoes. Yeah. Please tell me you have decent soles. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a very stark contrast to each it other. It really was. Because it's like, it's like you but know. Phil always wears a freaking suit. It's like when you see... um you know, SEAL teams and stuff like that, they're not dressed differently. They're all dressed the same in the mm-hmm. same gear. They have the same tag So to gear, see yeah. them in different outfits was kind of disconcerting. It was like, and then I was like, um, people are probably going to be shooting Shouldn't at you. Why don't have you have a vest? vest? Thank you. I mean, and even if it's under his dress shirt, show it to us. Yeah. Here's what we're talking about. All it takes is one line of dialogue. Yeah. Ward could be like, I cannot believe you put a, you put a suit on over your vest or something like that. Mm-hmm. And just it made been some easy. side comment about him being in the suit, and to explain that the 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 bulletproof vest or whatever is yeah. underneath, or my suit's bulletproof or some shit like something. Yeah, um, that's uh, Kingsman, by the way. Yeah, <sighs> just saying. So, uh, so Phil, you know, tells Ward that he's like, listen, maybe Hall is here of his own accord, so we might, you know, it might not go normally to plan with us extracting him because he wants to get out. So just, they kind of talk about the the possibility of that. And we see, um, we get a quick flash of Hall working on the generator. And so you're kind of, and he looks, he's got that kind of, did they have that conversation? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. And, um, we get that when we get the shot of Hall working on the thing, I got the distinct impression, like he's enjoying this. I never got that. I did. Because I kind of got a, you know, okay. maybe I was. Maybe I was too focused too many, on, on the other storyline. Too not many science the, boners. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Sky um, start poking around the house. 
Um, and she's got, there's this locked door and she doesn't, it doesn't have a doorknob and she tries to find the keypad. Of course, she gets caught by Quinn talking to quote unquote herself, but she's talking to the guys on the comms and I'm like, um, and so she lies and he catches her in it and she, cause she goes off on this five minute thing about pens um but then she which kind was of, terrible okay her improv skills went from 10 to zero just so quick just like that but she does you know while she's floundering we see her write something down and she shows him on a pad of paper shield is listening oh god and so we're like okay what just happened yeah it's the the betrayal we've been waiting on yes since she sent I'm the in. text yeah Cause so the whole, t- cause like the ever since then you're looking for where where is she? Where is it? And so okay, so we thought this was. Or I thought I did too. This was the end to yeah. where to her to the other to the rest of the story. Right, right. And so um, we were wrong. Yeah. So uh, May comes back because Fitz and Simmons has have been monitoring, and they fill May in that. They thought she was caught, but now she's in his office. And Simmons is like, she sweet-talked her way in. And you can tell she's super impressed. Um, <laughs> and so they're listening, and um, they are ta- they listen to Sky talking to, to um, Ian. And the signal goes dead because we see that Sky has dropped her earbud in uh, some champagne. Can I just say that that was some serious waste of some champagne? Because you know that's know. like Cristal or something. Yeah, and you can't drink that. Or Dom no. Perignon or... Yeah, some nice... Damn it, Sky. Because Ian Quinn's not going to have, you know... No. Osti Spumante. Yeah. Not that there's, not anything, that there's wrong. anything wrong with that, because that's what I like. Because that's what I buy. Brute... Yeah. I like the brute. I like the brute. I like the dry. I'm sorry. I know you do. Um, it's okay. Let's put some uh, some sugar and cranberries in it. Good stuff. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. Um, drink responsibly. <laughs> sorry. So uh, this is when Fitz figures that she has done this on purpose. No. And so Skye speaks freely with Quinn, we think. And she's like, I've been playing shield they're trying to recruit me now and so she she lets all the cards out and she's like they only let me come in because i'm not a shield agent and you know the whole extradition business sovereign land you know can't yeah can't run, legal, a, run an op something. and stuff and so um this is when we go back to may and she calls uh phil and ward to let them know what's what's gone ha- what's happened and so okay, they can we just say uh a clusterfuck yeah okay yeah and so they go um they they reach the part of the property with the laser grid and there's this patrol that comes by so then we go to uh sky who continues to talk to quinn and he's like listen um shield recruited you because you know you 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 fit the mold of what they look for in an agent you have no family um you have very few personal connections and and he realizes he struck a nerve and he's like i'm sorry but to be that blunt but i just wanted to be honest is he sorry is he no okay but he's like they offered you a home because you don't have one and i wanted to be like fuck you she has a home and it's a family i know i'm only four episodes three episodes in but i'm in too deep because <laughs> i was like <laughs> very offended mom by- and dad i know and i was very offended by this um but he's like uh he's like no i i can do better than that for you and i'm just like 
I always think of like the the pitch for working in an evil organization has to be great, but then you get there, they're ready to kill you if you disobey. Okay, so true story. Okay. Oh my god, did you work for an evil organization? No. Okay. Well, yeah, but only for a couple of months, and I quit that job. Different story though. Um, my office, as you know, is a giant V. Yeah. Okay. We're in the in my building. The way their office is set up, it's a big giant V. Yeah. And uh, my office is all the way at one tip of a v mm-hmm. well, if you, you go down to the base and all the way up to the other end is where the it and ops people are yeah and uh i go walking from time to time right to and get some steps t- yeah just to, to walk around and, yeah not to be sitting down to get some steps in yeah i have a fitbit <laughs> <laughs> i have to stay active so sometimes i will you know i'll go down the but i go to the back hallway so i'm not disturbing people mm-hmm uh, and but they'll be coming out the back door on that end. Yeah. And uh, I ran. I walked past uh, twice in one day, two different IT people, the same head dude in charge of IT. Yeah. That I was talking about before, and um, another one who's like right under him. Two separate occasions on the same day, I walked down there, and they're like, "You coming to the dark side?" Wow. Yeah. They think of one, themselves as the dark side. One of them actually has one of those three foot statues of, of Darth Vader. Darth Vader in oh, the office. one that was popping up? The one that was playing uh, Where's Waldo yeah. for, for a while is actually, so it's the dark side. And Oh my gosh. I asked if they had cookies and they said no. Then, then I was like, then no, thank you. Yeah. They had a cookie jar. It was an R2-D2 cookie jar. No cookies. But no cookies. And I was like, That's just a tease. A like, dirty, sorry, dirty, filthy tease. No, so apparently the dark side does not have cookies. Okay. It was all a lie. It's all a lie. Bad recruiting. Betty Ann has cookies, though. See? I would think he I would. I bet he does. I bet he has biscuits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian has biscuits. Yeah. So, uh, so we go back to uh, Phil and um, Ward and... The patrol comes by and they end up knocking them out. They have a little tussle. And again, I'm like, why are you not in a vest, Phil? Okay. And so Phil has problems um, with the automatic pistol. Yeah. What's up with that? He has like fumbly bits and he was like, oh, I guess it's been a while. He's rusty. Yeah, he's rusty. So I'm like, okay. That was weird. Yeah, because usually, like, despite the fact that he may not be, like, the main field agent, you have to re-qualify with your weapons. You do. And so that's curious. And the fact that they made such a point of it. But and they, they made never, another pain, point of it later. They make Yeah, they make a point of it a couple times in this episode. So curious to, I hope that they follow through. Yeah. And tell us what that's all about. Yeah. Um. So then we go back to. I had forgotten about it. Yeah, I had to. So let me go back to the recruitment, and um, he's like, okay, well, before you join me, um, you know, I need to know what you were supposed to do for S.H.I.E.L.D., and Sky's like, oh, well, I was just supposed to get inside, um, and then we see her take out the makeup compact, and she doesn't tell him what the true mission is, so you, right away you're like, you're I really- want to trust you, Sky. I want to trust yeah, you. Yeah, your heart just tugs. You're like... <laughs> You're my baby. And so she takes Compact out and she confirms that, you what know. What about Fitzsimmons? I know. They're babies too. They, it turns green and um, she casually just puts it down on the table. Without closing it. She leaves it open. So apparently the Compact needs to be open for that signal. No, she closed it. I thought she left it open. Mm-mm, she closed it. That would have been weird. That would have been like a red flag to him. Once it turned green. What episode did you watch? <laughs> what uh, episode the did- same one you did? I could have sworn she left it sitting there open. Mm-mm. 
God. Okay. You're going to make us check when we're done, aren't you? No. Okay. I believe you. Okay. Um, and this is when uh, in the bus they get the signal that they have access and they're all excited. And they all like jump up. Like, yeah, Fitz is like, get out of my way. Get out of my way. He like shush. He like shoes May out of the way. He does. And I was like. The thing is, she didn't blink an eye at it. She didn't because She just got out of the way. Yeah. This is his. She's just the babysitter. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so she, re- that tells us she respects him. Yeah. Mm, I like that. She respects ability. She does. Even ones that aren't her own. And she knows it's not her area. Yeah. Everybody has a part to play. And I think she's beginning exactly. to see that. Exactly. That's, that's cool. Um, and so this is when we see uh, our boys on the ground. Uh, they're under fire. And the fence drops just long enough for them to dive through before... Uh, all the bullets just bounce magically off. And uh, <laughs> I hate this scene so much. It just... Ha- okay, so they can't see it. Yeah. So they ha- originally first got there, so they had to throw something at it to know it was there. Right, right. Okay. It Suddenly there, later, it drops. You, mm-hmm. you can hear how frustrated I am. With <laughs> but they can't see it, so how do they know it dropped? And how did he know he had to dive... To make it. And they had to run through it. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it's back up. And how do you know it's back up? And then our um, our our Ian's people, the guards or whatever, are firing at the fence. And you can see every time it hits it, it lights yeah. up. Yeah. So why do they keep firing? Because, yeah, you'd think they'd realize, like, you this see is a futile effort. All of these problems. <laughs> and this see your one face, scene, y'all. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, turning red. Yeah. <sighs> I have no answers for you. It was dumb. Yeah, it was. All right. Um, and so this is when Phil's going to go look for the scientist while Ward uh, gets Sky and uh, extracts her. So that's why they needed two. Yes, field it's agents. a double pronged assault. Um, so this is when alarms start going off and Quinn realizes, "Oh my God, you set me up." Well, he grabs her compact. Yeah. And yeah. breaks it in half and throws it. And I was like, that's a that's a delicate piece of equipment there, I buddy. know, right? Somewhere Fitz is cursing you right now. Um, and so this is when they, they, they uh, he, he breaks the, the compact. And so then we go to Phil. And Phil finds the scientist really easily. And he's like, I'm here to rescue you. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. But um, I'm, I'm good here. Thanks. And so... <laughs> Coulson's response. Yeah. And uh, this is this is just as soon as we get May finishing looking at the communications log and she realizes who the leak was. Okay, the communication log. Yeah, I have a distinct issue with that. Which she printed out. Yes, meaning it could be printed, meaning it was electronic somewhere. So she stepped out of the room and prints it in like five seconds and brings it back into the room. Yeah. I would like to think that at my office, <laughs> I have some damn good copiers. Yeah. I hit print. Yeah, there's, they're no slouch. I can still stand up and walk the 15 feet it takes to get to my copier, which and we print to the copier. Right, right. It's more cost efficient on toner. Yeah. And get to it, and it's still, I can get to it before it even begins to print. Yeah. And she printed, what, three reams of paper? Yeah. Apparently, they have advanced printing technology. It is shield. It is shield. <laughs> and I bet uh, they're and I bet they're two sided too. So. Starka, Starkas. Oh, 
Yeah, he he spiffed but up their printers. But why would you print it in the first place? I, that's why I don't and understand. And put it in the binder. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Franklin tells uh, Colson that he's like, listen, I'm going to destroy this thing um, and everything along with it at the compound. And um, May calls Phil and she's like, by the way, doctor was the leak. And he's like, thanks. Figured that out on my own. <laughs> And um, he tells Colson that the only, uh, you know, the only way to stop him, to stop Quinn, is to destroy this thing. And he's going to overload it. So, Hall has gone through all of this trouble to stop Quinn. Yeah. He is not there just to play. Yeah. He's not there just to make his theories real or to realize everything. He orchestrated this. He, he went through a lot of trouble to end his own life. Yep. So, is Hall a good guy? I think his intentions are good, but then again, I'm like, okay, he ignored the shield agents that were guarding him Mm -hmm. that could have gotten hurt or killed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm thinking the drivers in those SUVs did not all survive. But how did he know that Ian had this? He had to have been on the Reddit message board. Like, (laughs) I don't know. That's because I started thinking about it and I was like, how the hell would he even know he had this? There are. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing. And that, how did like, he know enough that he would be like this advanced this far along in this far it? along with it and that he would need Hall's help that he would be looked to perfect it. Somehow he had to have known Quinn was looking for him. Yeah. Well, and they were moving Hall from place to place to place all the time. So but see, nobody knew Hall was. A bad guy until the shield team stepped in. So, that's why I'm like, was he ever really a bad guy? No, I mean, or I mean, not Hall. Nobody knew Quinn was a bad guy. Okay, okay. So, it's it's. I really like this episode, but yeah, it's a great episode. But that they do so good at explaining so many other things. All this over here that it's like they got to this one part and they just decided to muddle through it. Yeah, they didn't think we'd notice, did they? We did. Yeah. It's it's very, and maybe it's, Jed had, or Jed and Marissa had this big, huge concept that they wanted to convey. And they had to shrink it. And it just didn't quite make it onto the screen. That's why sometimes, like, I really like the Game of Thrones concept because when Game of Thrones needs to go over, HBO lets them. Oh, yeah, the finale this season is... is like 69 minutes or something. Yeah. That's well beyond 69. the normal. I know. <laughs> like, I mean, that gives them almost an extra 20 minutes. Oh, and yeah. I think sometimes shows yeah. need that, and mm-hmm. the network shows are just so hemmed in. That they are. that They they are so tight with their time that they have You either have, have one episode, or you spread it out into two. There is no in-between. You have uh, 43 to 45 minutes. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. Unless you, so you want to spread it out into an entire different episode. And sometimes you don't need two episodes. You just need yeah. an episode in a little bit. The only time they give them any leeway, and this is relatively new in just the last few years, that they will give them a two-hour mm-hmm. season premiere or two-hour season finale. Yeah. And that's only on the big shows. Yeah. Like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So... Um, so this is when, uh, you know, we get this, we get this big discharge of energy and, um, that hits Phil and he recovers and he's like, okay, I'm on the ceiling now. That was crazy. It was, it was kind of trippy. Okay. While the story writing 
was a little meh in this part of the show. The set it was really cool. It was really cool. You know, it's one of those rooms. Oh, yeah. And and Hill or Hall was completely unfazed. He goes looking for the whiskey. He gets him, yeah, gets himself a drink and he's like, shit's about Which, to go down. Okay, so, all right. The room is upside down. How do you pour? The bottle of whiskey. Well, no, if you're standing up and because the gravity is turned this way, you pour the gravity is going to function the same direction That's you're true. standing. That's true. Um, although when he poured it, it did kind of go sideways, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Just to make the effect. But, um, okay, so the room is completely upside down. That bottle of whiskey survived. Okay, maybe the glass it's made out of is heavy enough to have survived being completely being knocked turned around. upside down. Yeah. The glass, however, yeah. should have busted. Yeah. Okay. Anti-gravity glass, it's fine. I need some <laughs> of those. And so, um... You know, he pours himself a drink and he's like, it's going to happen soon. And um, everything starts to shake and stuff. And um, and he uh, insists again that he's protecting everybody by doing this because Quinn was going to tear shit up with this, which he's, he's probably not wrong. He's not entirely wrong. No. Yeah. I mean, and he knows Quinn. He knows Quinn and what his motives might be. So I, I, I think he went about it a shitty way because I think he should have alerted S.H.I.E.L.D personally true but um but they were old college buddies anyway well so. but maybe then he thought shield would take it and turn it into a weapon who the hell knows well he's not wrong there either no. so. tesseract what and so um this is when quinn takes sky and he wants to know what shield is you know what shield is offering her and she's like um you're the one that abducted this scientist and he's like no i i freed him mm. so again he's sticking with the story of i freed him so I don't know how much he knows. I, I I guess I didn't I didn't really get whether Quinn was manipulated or whether he was Franklin enlisted him to get him out. Well, well, if he had to leak himself to get Quinn to notice where he was, I think Quinn and and Hall were not in cahoots. Okay, you don't think there was cahooting? No. Um, but I also feel like the entire relationship between Hall and S.H.I.E.L.D. is very misty. Yeah. I don't really understand. Again, I mean, we talked about this already. Yeah. Uh, but. Why was he moved around so much? Yeah. And, can they not just put him in some secure facility somewhere? I mean, because if hidden? we're worried about what can happen if super smart people get abducted. I mean, again, we've got a lot of super smart people in this universe. Yeah. So anyway, um, so we get a really quick shot of Ward uh, entering the the manor area, and he's looking for Sky. Okay, so it takes Coulson like five seconds to find Hall in an underground facility, which has probably got some secure. Got to go down this elevator, down this hallway, through this room. Right. And it takes Ward another fifteen minutes to, to find, find Sky. Sky. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just whatevs. Okay. Um, and so like shit starts to fall apart. And, um, literally, yeah. And so, uh, again, like Ian is there and he's telling Sky and he's like, listen, you're expendable. They're not going to come after you. You're not a real agent. Da, da, da. But Sky does the, the disarmy gun thing. She did. I was very proud of her. And so, um, I was like, yeah. And so, um, she's aiming the gun and he's like, oh, you're not going to shoot me. No, he asks her. Do you have, you had, that was, that took some balls, mm -hmm. but do you, are you prepared to pull the trigger? And she's like, no. 
I thought that was great. Yeah, because when he says, do you have the balls? Or, or one of the guards says, you have balls. And she goes, uh, you. Gross. Gross. Um, and so then she ends up jumping out of the window and into the pool. Which was an awfully sexist comment. It really was. I was offended by it. Yeah. That And that's that's what feminism is about right there. Yeah. Because if a man had said that about a woman's boobs or something. Yeah. That would have been, oh, wow, he, yeah. that's offensive. How is it that it's okay to talk about a man's sweaty balls like that? Yeah. Or whatever. It's okay. But then yeah. the other way, it's. So that didn't sit well. Didn't sit well with I me. didn't like the ball comment at all from the, from the guard. Yeah. That she's got some balls. So yeah. it's, it's better to be a man than. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I focused on. I was like, I don't like that. But then at the same time, her saying, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That was unnecessary. It was so completely unnecessary and unfair. Yeah. Um, and so this is when Quinn realizes, oh, shit, what Hall has done. Um, and so Hall apparently has a gun because he pulls it on Coulson. Maybe he got it off of Coulson. I'm not sure. Um, and he's and he if you didn't get it before, he explains how he leaked the information. Um, and Coulson's like, listen, we could have helped you. And Hall says that S.H.I.E.L.D. is just as bad as Quinn is. Which well, and you know, from where Hall was sitting, that could be true. It could very well be true. Like, let's maybe not give a weapon like this to this bureaucratic organization. I don't know. So, um, they, uh, Sky gets out of the pool just as Ian is taking off in his helicopter. So, Quinn gets away. So. Rude. Yeah. And so, um the uh the what's left of the guards or whatever they start attacking sky but then this is when ward comes in he takes them all out rather dramatically i would like to point out though that either sky is barefoot Mm -hmm. or she's wearing sandals okay she is flat-footed when she is running past the pools okay because she jumped she jumps off the the balcony into the pool and then we see her in all her wet glory. Yeah. Running past the pools. And she is either bare, barefoot or uh, okay. wearing sandals. The flat. I could see her kicking shoes off in the pool. Yeah. You can't swim up from the bottom of the pool in heels. Yeah. You can't do it in tinny shoes. Yeah. Trust me. I've tried. <laughs> I got a high school swim Thrown party in the- pushed into a pool. And everybody thought it was hilarious. And yeah. I'm wearing, you know, Converse tinny shoes. Those are fucking hard to swim in, by the way. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yes, I did notice. Okay. Because you know how I feel you, about... You do notice footwear, footwear or lack thereof. Um, on women that apparently we can kick ass in heels, which is not wrong, but... Yeah, we can if we want to, but we shouldn't have to. I know, right? That's yeah. murder on your feet. Oh, yeah. Um, And so this is when, like, it's a good little fight. Like you, It you is a kind good of, fight. You kind of get an, yet another taste of Ward's a really, really good agent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he takes the guys out and... um. She kind of runs up to him, and I thought they were going to hug at first, but she seems more like, okay, you're a good, solid, my person, protect me kind of a deal. Yeah. Which, yeah. I could go the fact, I could I could maybe say this is a little damselly, but we've established Sky is not trained. I think Fitz would have done the same thing. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. Like, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so they're going to go and find Phil. Um, and so we get all this, we've got gravity shit going on, and, um, Coulson's gonna try to pull the power cord out, but nothing happens, and, um, he's talking to Fitz and Simmons on the comms, and they're like, okay, well, you need to find a catalyst that's gonna create a chemical reaction and shut the shit down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, 
Colson sees Warden Sky out in the hallway, and you know he he asks Hall for help, and Hall's like, "Nope, this is gonna happen, and it's gonna be fine, and I'm gonna sacrifice myself." It's fine. And so Colson's like, "Okay, I understand, but this is shitty." And so he's like, <laughs> "I have to make a hard call of my own," and he fires the gun at his feet or at their feet, and he shatters the window into the chamber and. Colson. Okay, how how do you have a super secret underground lab and not have bulletproof glass? Especially when you're dealing with something something like Quinn cut corners. All right, I don't know. Um, and so uh, Colson's able to grab this cable dangling from what is now and the ceiling. Can I just say, wow, some arm strength I know. in the hand that could not grip, could not do the gun thing. Yeah. So you don't think it's muscular or anything I don't like know. that? I'm thinking not. He was in... So he grabs it with what, like... Even regardless of which hand it is, just yeah. be able to hold on. Mm-hmm. A, and there was no, like, knot at the end of that cable. It was yeah. like a exposed cable he that he just grabbed on. and yeah. held on to without gloves on or anything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just He's saying. Bill Colson, man. That's true. Um, and so, of course, Hall falls down into the gravitonium thing and um apparently this is the catalyst apparently so and it shuts down and so we're like yay some sciencey science stuff happens so yeah. um so this is when uh later we see a, a shield team which apparently they're allowed in now well with all that going down yeah that that could be uh the gov- malta government could have said no no come on in yeah so they pick up the generator and um, he tells this agent to... But they don't explain it. No. Damn. He tells the agent to seal it away in an unmarked vault in the lowest level of the fridge. He says, I don't want it marked for the slingshot, which the slingshot, slingshot as we saw in the previous episode, is, well, it might be dangerous, so let's send it into the sun. Yep. Um, so he doesn't want you know this guy accidentally getting sent into the sun, but he doesn't want anybody knowing... That he's down there either. But Phil doesn't know. Phil doesn't know. The end of the episode when the, the he keeps. He I, still thinks it's just the generator. Right. Okay. He so, thinks Hall is gone. So why not destroy it? Why was it okay to destroy. I don't know. Why was it okay to destroy the 084 in the previous episode but not this? Exactly. That's what bothers me. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. He doesn't. He doesn't know. He didn't see it. We don't see we that see until, until the after very the, end. That's the the end tease, as they always tend to do. Yeah. In uh, these these the, shows, or is it? Yeah. Moment. Yeah. What if? So uh, so Phil is back at the bus and he's playing with his gun, and he's like, oh, I thought I had muscle memory for this." And May comes in and she's like, "You're forcing it," and um. And yeah, you can't force muscle memory because if I try to look at the keyboard, if I tried to actively type, yeah. I can't. Yeah. And so she says, you're, you know, you're, you're making a habit of this. And he was like, no, it's my muscle memory or whatever. And she's like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you getting your dumb ass almost killed. She's like, you're making a, you're making a habit of it. And she's like, so she starts to talk about combat again. And he's like. Um, I think he's expecting her to want to bow out because he I, I think he does offer her. He's like, if you want to leave, leave. And she's like, no, the next combat mission. Sign like, me, I want in. Sign me up. 
Because shit needs to get done properly. <laughs> you dumbass. She's tired of watching other people fuck it up. Uh, yeah. And other people being dad. Like, dad needs to go. Mostly s- dad. Yeah. 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 Um, and so. She's very protective of him. She is. And so I'm like. Mm, mom and dad. Great. Mom and this dad. great. And so. Um, Whether you ship it or not, they're still mom and dad. They are. And so we go back to uh, we go back to the um, the workout area, and um, Sky is, at, and she does appear to be taking it a little bit more seriously because she's uh, back on the punching bag when Ward comes in, and so she opens up a little bit and she tells him how she was uh, in the foster system, and it was not a great experience for her, and she was you know she was only in one actual house, and she was sent back, and so she's like, she's she makes a statement that. Hoping for something and losing it is worse than never having it. And so Ward's like, we're not going to send you back, basically. And so... Well, and she says it doesn't matter. Yeah. I've chosen this. Yeah. Oh. I was like... Baby Sky. I was like, give me feelings, damn you. Yeah. Um. So this is when we see... um We see the... uh The portal... Or not the portal. The generator. Um... The gravitonium. Yeah, it's sealed up in what um, we got a reference to the facility because it was it was in it was an actual title. Yeah, in the the fridge. Uh, the fridge yeah. In the um, that's how I lo- I love closed captionings because I'm like, oh, that's a thing. It's it's uh, capitalized. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the lowest level of the fridge, and it's locked in, and it even he even takes the tag off the door, and it's this big like vault kind of door. <laughs> it's pretty it's really impressive. Cool. Yeah, and um. We go through and we see the, we see, um, inside and then we see a hand reach out. Smoosh through the. And so I was like, oh my God. I remember, I remember texting you when we were watching this the first time, low those many years ago. And I was like, oh my God, this is super villain. three years ago. I know. I was like, this is a super villain origin story if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty exciting. I was exciting. Uh, in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, since now we finally got into that Hall's fallen into it. Yeah. Um, the same explosion that intermingles, uh, Hall's molecules with the subnuclear gravitonium particles provides him with the ability to control gravity. So he's a real powered Frank- person. Franklin Hall is an actual person out of the comics. So okay. he, he's an Easter egg. What's his, uh, is he a bad guy or a good guy? Hall takes on the new identity of the supervillain Graviton. Okay, okay, that's a, that's a that's an okay supervillain name, Graviton. So uh, he's uh, one of those reoccurrent uh, enemies of the. Avengers. So we just saw the TV version of his origin story, which yep. you said was not the same as the comics, but it's it not was entirely the same. No, because in, in in this he's locked up in the the fridge. Yeah, um, it's not exactly how it happens in the comics. You can go and look that up. Because I didn't do that much research into it. I just wanted to see if he was an actual character. Yeah. And he is. That's cool. Franklin Hall is, in fact, Graviton. And he has to do with the, the Graviton, Gravitonium cool. uh, stuff. So. I thought that was cool. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting little tidbit. Okay. So uh, anything else you want to talk about the episode? Not before spoilers. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? It's so hard. It is. It's very difficult. To talk about this. Um, but yeah, they... They they do some really good writing in some areas, but in other areas it got really and like and gray. I try to give them the benefit of the doubt because I think sometimes they might have had that if the they hadn't have had to cut it. You. If yeah. they and just editing for time even. Mm-hmm. 
So, and and it's and it's honestly, it's nothing I really would have thought that hard of, hard about if I wasn't w- watching it for the it's, podcast. It's rewatching it with a podcaster's eye that changes, yeah, how you view something. Because I'm just like la 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 la. And we've actually had uh, some of our listeners have written in in other podcasts and whatnot have said, "Hey, I didn't real, I wouldn't have noticed this before." Yeah. Uh, but I look at it a little different now. It's, yeah. It can be a little bit more critical. I still enjoyed it. I oh, had I thought fun. it was great. I thought it was yes. great fun. Because when I first saw Mac show up and I was like, oh, it's, it's that, that one. one. Yeah. So. But I still keep thinking that these are later episodes. And it's happened with, it happened with 084 and it happened with this one and it happened with the next one as well. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I guess I thought that was later. No, they had to start. You had to start somewhere. Apparently so. I don't know what I thought the first episodes what were. What were you thinking? I was just making shit up in my head. Okay. Uh, anything else before? Okay, you're dying over there. So um, if you don't, if this is your first time actually watching the show, you want to turn it off now. Yep. Because we're going to um, be talking about other stuff. But if you have watched through season three. Join us. Then you can join us in the spoiler section. So, all right. That's your final warning. All right, what are you bouncing about? Okay, so the fridge. The fridge. The fridge comes back. Um, it's basically like shield prison. Mm-hmm. Um, how <laughs> come Hydra didn't take the highly, uh, you know, the gravitonium bomb the gravitonium when they compl- took over the fridge at the, at the beginning of season two? That completely disappeared from the show completely forever. Yes, and we he never, never came back. We never saw Graviton again. He was like, they set it up. For him to be a villain. Maybe they're holding out for season four. I don't know. But yeah, you're absolutely right. When Hydra opened up the fridge. Because they cleaned out the fridge. Yes, they did. And you can't tell me that going, oh, I took the label off. And they're just like, well, it's not labeled, so we're not fucking opening it. Oh, it's in the secret, <laughs> secret, super secret level of the fridge. Yeah. I don't know. Because they made a point of they cleaned that shit out. Mm-hmm. Because they got all kinds came. of guys out there that hated S.H.I.E.L.D. We never heard about this again. No. And I don't even know that Hall didn't not didn't necessarily hate S.H.I.E.L.D. He hated Quinn. Yeah. Again, that whole relationship but even, between... Even if, because nobody knows Hall is in there. No. So, But that is great technology that could have been used for Hydra. Even if just selling it. Hell, they could have tried to sell it back to Quinn. Who knows? So, yeah, it completely disappeared yeah um so again on hydra watch i didn't really see anything from ward aside from we got a little bit of insight into his family situation but i think he was which later led to i think he was lying about his turning point because i think his turning point was the garrett thing he did garrett made him choose true um but ward also had time between uh her asking to come up with a story. To come up with a story. That's true. So. And we did get the confirmation that the true serum thing was bullshit. Which yes. I didn't remember that we got that confirmed. Mm-hmm. So it's good to get that confirmation because if they would have left that hanging, I could say, maybe you guys didn't know that Ward was Hydra at that point. But Possibly. I think they, they're they being very careful about Doesn't his background. Doesn't that come up by the end of the season, though? It does. It's the end of this season. So. Yeah. So they had, it had to have been from... The beginning. Yeah. I think so. When they introduced his character. But I think they're being very careful because I'm not really seeing any... Because obviously it wasn't overtly mustache twirly because otherwise we would have been like, oh my god. (laughs) But like aside from him being kind of a dick, which is his personality... Yeah, that's just who he is. It... 
Yeah, at this point, I was still, Ward's at the heart of it all. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was part of the team, part of the family. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't, still did not see anything. Now, at this point, the uh, the actor didn't know. Yeah. Because they didn't tell him until the script came out. Yeah. Until that, fin- I think it was the finale of season one. And they, and I'm sure that they did that so... He, he wouldn't would, act, let anything he, leak. Nothing he no nothing in his personality. Nothing in his because they were sending him to Comic Con and he was doing interviews. Not to mention, like you said, the show itself. Mm-hmm. He wasn't doing anything that was yeah. like uh, he ominous. Didn't, no, yeah, nothing in his performance betrayed. came off as yeah, no. But everything they're telling us does fit in with what we now know to be true. Yes, the, so, they had his backstory really written. fleshed out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they had all of their backstories. I think they did too. I, I'm looking for a verbal reference to Garrett. Mm, okay. Before okay. we meet him. We're only three episodes in. Yeah. So we got a little ways to go. But yeah, I'm on full on Hydra Watch. Hydra Watch. Hashtag. Every, every Hashtag. single, every single, like, I'm like, oh, what's, what's. I know. Every time he's on screen, I'm like, what you doing? What do you say? Look, uh, where's he then, looking? But then part of me wants to be like, oh, he's not evil yet. He hasn't grown a stubble out. <laughs> He doesn't have the scruff. He's not evil yet. Scruff does not equal evil. For Ward, it does. For Ward, it does. Okay, fine. Oh my God, there was a guy. There's a guy at work, um, and he usually not like not much of a beard, but mm-hmm. like a kind of a short beard. He shaved the other day. Oh God! And I was like, Ugh. My. It uh, was so weird. Like I'm a big beard fan. I think I, a lot it, of it is Chris Evans. It depends on it depends on the person. It does. It really does. Because there's one guy that I work with that has had a full beard the entire last ten years that I've known him. If he were to shave it off, yeah, I think the sun would explode. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then there's um, my partner in crime. Uh, he he will grow his hair out. He'll grow a beard. He'll cut his hair. He'll shave. And yeah. it's a combination. Just he bounces back and forth all the time. It's yeah. it all. And I know it all depends on how lazy he's feeling the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like he'll not. I feel sh- that. He'll not shave for like three months. And then he, one day he'll just walk in and be clean shaven. And you're looking at him like something's different. <laughs> oh, you shaved. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. But then there, the other guy, if he's got the, if he's got that full beard, he were to shave, yeah. he'd just be like, I am also on the lookout for the C word. Not that one. Closure. <laughs> you know what I was thinking. Yeah. That's why when you didn't respond, I was like, oh, she thinks the worst. The Cobra? Co- <laughs> Cobra's a different evil organization. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but like, I, I keep oh, looking for him to make a casual closure reference. Oh, God. Not closure. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Because I'm like, I was tortured with it for like the entire season two. All of season two. Closure. 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 Yeah. Closure. All right. Um, we've got uh, the last of Michael's email. Right, right, right. Um, in the truth serum scene, it could be seen as either a fake out or really be truth serum. Uh, if it's a fake out, then Coulson Ward had a tighter working relationship than it seemed. And Ward was more than a blunt instrument. Uh, I lean toward it not being a fake out. Sorry, Michael. We just got confirmation. We have confirmation that it was uh, a fake out. I don't feel bad, though, that I'm not the only person that forgot whether they confirmed it or not. Yeah. I, well, I can't remember. Um, but, yeah. Um, but it does answer the... He says, Sky didn't really ask any questions in the scene that would have revealed him <laughs> as Hydra. Yeah. In the scene that we saw, though. Yeah. So we don't know what else she could possibly have asked. Yeah. Uh, and when asked about killing people, part of his answer was that he tried killing 
he tried killing good people and he didn't like it that could cover his family issues i can totally see where you're coming from but but we just got pooped upon yeah sorry i would like to for it to have been real but they but we never saw it again yeah so because i'm telling you if they had it man they'd be using it all the time I know, right? I'd be all over that. I'd carry mm-hmm. that in my back pocket. Forget the night-night gun. Yeah, really. True serum gun. Cramsey. Cramsey. <laughs> that had to be made up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, his email also says, One thing that felt odd to me in season one was the relationship that developed between May and Ward. Yeah. Her character never seemed to be... Uh, Seemed to me frivolously sexual, so the affair with Ward seemed weird. It always struck me as very odd. After the rewatch, it feels even weirder because it makes it seem like a rock star slash groupie relationship. Oh, that's a good point. Again, that just doesn't seem to fit May's character, especially after revealing her ex later in the series. Mm-hmm. He and also admits he's probably a bit jealous. And the uh, the whole reason she was the cavalry. And the fact that he's kind of like putting her on a pedestal because she's the cavalry. True. And once we find out all the emotional shit that's tied to that, like, yeah. the, the Ward May thing never sat well it with It really me. did. It gave her the motivation to be as angry with Ward as she was after the fact. Right. But did it have to be at the expense of sex? Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's, I'm so sick and tired of... Women being put in that position. Yeah. And then being the woman scorned. And then feeling like they have to do a relationship of some sort. Was was his betrayal not enough? Yeah. His betrayal to the team. Would that not have been enough of a motivation to Ming... To Ming-Na? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, her too. Uh, to May? Yeah. Did it have to involve and a relationship? He went, he went after her her team. Yeah. He tried to kill Fitzsimmons. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, t- he, tr- he almost got away with Skye. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was trying to kidnap her. So mm. uh, would that not? I, I mean, I understand what they were trying to do, but you didn't have to do it that they way. They didn't have to go that way, especially knowing felt, now that felt she was betrayed married. without having, you know. I know. She, yeah, they didn't have to go there. Yeah. So I don't think I think it was very unnecessary and forced. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay. Uh, and he goes on to say, really felt we were done with the Michael character, never expected him back. I didn't either. Yeah. After that first episode, I thought he was just going to go into the wind. Especially yeah. after the next episode. Yeah. After this one. Um, but especially as a watered down Deathlock. Yeah. I remember when they introduced Deathlock, a f- scene or two before you texting at me, Deathlock. Yep. You knew he was coming. Yep. While we were watching that episode. Yep. And I was like, who? I was like, what? Deathlock! Okay. Yeah. So. He's one that they've never answered where he is. He's just not a, but they just, yeah. See, like that's season, something they could do with Season three, I'm like, where the fuck is Deathlock? Well, and they tell us where, um, Elena is. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to call her Yo-Yo. Yeah. They tell us where she is. Yeah. And where Joey is most of the time. Most, I don't know. Season three part. just feels very different from the first two. The feeling between season one and season three is hugely different. Mm-hmm. And I miss this show. I miss yeah. season one show. And I honestly, I think a lot of it is the split. From Marvel? From Marvel. Yeah. 
Not that I have a problem. Like, I mean, the season three was not a, a outside. Of, I'm telling you, if it was not for Grant Ward still being freaking around. You might have. It, and being regurgitated. Accepted it more. Yeah. I would have been much more accepting of the storyline. But uh, I don't have a problem with that season. No. It's the story of a story. But I miss this show. Yeah, I do too. I miss it a lot. But yeah. So, um, so anything else? That's all I have. Okay. Did you have anything else? I did not. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks.